What a week it's been. So much to talk about and so many things we can't talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the villain Marty Scurll and you are listening to Behind, no sorry, what was it? Me and my friend Mark, we're gonna stop watching. I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Behind the Gorilla. And, uh, yeah, there's some stuff to talk about for this week. Um, I waited to say this on the podcast, but... Harris, we might be in a little bit of trouble. Okay. I did not watch any wrestling at all this week. <laughs> Good grief. And okay. I don't know if I'm going to well, for a little while. Okay. AEW is really pissing me off. Oh, dear. Okay. And I'm starting to lose all of my interest right now. Oh, dear. Because they've abandoned any semblance of storytelling that makes any any sense whatsoever right now. And it's getting, it's getting oh very frustrating. Oh, boy. Harris, MJF <sighs> and CM Punk wrestled this week. Yeah, they did. Pay-per-views in what? Three weeks? Four weeks? I don't a know month? I think it's the first no week idea. of March. Don't know. Away. Don't recall. No, they, they wrestled now. <sighs> Once I saw that was going to happen, I lost most of my interest. Look, we t- we've talked about this before. I expect this crap from the Young Bucks. I don't expect it from Punk, Jericho, and... Uh, um, I forgot who the other one... What? Who's been... Who has done a little bit of this. But uh, I guess those two, I guess. But um, I don't expect it from these guys. Like, these guys are better than this. Come on. And and I it definitely looks like they're setting up a rematch because they had MJF win, which is the right move at least, you know, mm-hmm. with, with you know cheating with with Wardlow and all that crap. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure they'll set up a rematch, hopefully for Revolution. Knowing AEW, it'll be in two weeks. Um, the problem with this is, you know, they're gonna have Punk win ultimately. Just like they did with Jericho. And it's just like... I don't know. It's it's just... I'm... It's getting annoying. <laughs> okay, so... Well, do you want to talk about Dynamite now? Or do you want me to talk to you about the Rumble first? Which you didn't even, like, pretend to watch. <clears throat> yeah, I, really uh, didn't. I didn't watch anything with the Rumble. So, yeah, yeah we can definitely... Uh, at least Harris watched the Rumble. <laughs> Harris has a lot of things. We had to... We have to talk about the Rumble. Because that's, that, that's the main part of this show. Because <laughs> okay. Harris... Let's just... Alright, we'll just say it. Harris was right, y'all. Harris I'm was right. Harris called it. Almost to a T. Like, almost 100%. Harris called this completely. Um... Yeah, I mean, he called the whole Men's Royal Rumble situation almost exactly beat for beat. So, congratulations, Harris. You are as smart as the morons at WWE. I was just about to say I'm a genius, <laughs> but really what it means is, like, genuinely, I wasn't I – was, I'm so glad this podcast exists because we have a documented 
like we have this documented on the record. But like I wasn't like, you know, would be great. I was like, you know what they're going to do, right? <laughs> Here's the thing, man. So I – OK. First of all, cards on the table. I was I thought we might be recording next – last week, the week after the Rumble actually. So I got up early Sunday morning and I rewatched. I didn't rewatch. I had missed the Rumble Saturday night. I got up early Sunday and I was like, oh, we might record at like noon. So I better just watch the actual Rumble matches. Uh, and that's all I've watched. So I have not seen the whole show. I'm not giving you a review of like Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. I don't hey, care. Apparently Life's Roman and Seth Rollins was a good match. I heard they had a banger and I meant to rewatch it. And then I didn't. But here's the thing, man. It's not the thing I noticed watching this. And some of this is because they did the women's match first. But like we talked a couple weeks ago about how you were like, you know, they just like athletic like they can't pull off all the spots you need to have like a really good Royal rumble. There's not enough full-time women on the roster. So they have to bring all these guests back who are really rusty. Like our, our general consensus was like, yeah, the women's rumble usually isn't as crisp. Right. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the women's rumble so much more, man. Cause like my, my takeaway from this whole thing is like one clearly like WWE is still capable of doing something good. But they can only do it, like, for one thing at a time. Like, the Roman Reigns character right now, like, he feuded with Seth coming into this. He won by DQ because he wouldn't release a chokehold when the ref told him to. Mm -hmm. Seth Rollins came to the ring wearing his shield gear, like, down through the stairs, like, in this great little callback. All of that's awesome. But they can't, like, they can't do that anymore consistently or with anybody other than two characters because they're a creatively bankrupt organization like that's the theme here like they literally are like well like watching the women's rumble there's a lot of things that i'm interested in seeing happen and like a couple people that i would like to see and could conceivably come in and win this match and there's people that i would like to see fight charlotte flair or becky lynch there's people that I would like to have a big surprise return. And yeah, like one of them happened and that was cool. But there are people like we talked about last week, like Liv Morgan. It would be so fun to watch her like go on a tear and somehow win this thing. Like that would be so cool. That would really send her to the next level, whatever. There's women that I'm interested in seeing that happen and I think they could do. The entire men's rumble, you just like there's no there's no single person. And I haven't been watching in like six months. But there's not a single person that you're conceivably looking at and thinking like, oh, yeah, AJ Styles might win this. AJ Styles <laughs> is going to win the Royal Rumble. It would be cool if like Big E won it and challenged Bobby Lashley for the title. But they're no, they're not going to do Big E's not going to be the one to win this Rumble. Right. Like it just kept happening, man. And the longer it went on. So, OK, because I didn't watch any other matches, I skipped to the end. I found out I was right when I heard Michael Cole say, oh, yeah, something, something about how Brock Lesnar must be really mad because Roman Reigns screwed him out of the title earlier tonight. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I did it. You stupid idiots. You can't write. You can't tell a single compelling story with a character who hasn't been featured in some other major company doing something completely different. But that's fine. No, I know what you're doing. You're going right for it. Like, how do I put this? 
this is what I was thinking. This is what I was thinking watching the Rumble. This is what I was thinking all week as I read people's reactions to the Rumble, right? Brock Lesnar comes in, beats everyone else up, including Shane McMahon, who has made it to the final four of the Royal Rumble in the year of our Lord 2022. But anyway, throws everybody else out of the ring, wins the Royal Rumble. He's going to fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania again. (laughs) And I remember, I was like, you know, I remember when the predominant conversation around like WWE was they can't build new stars. They're not putting in the time or the energy to make us care about anyone except for these two people that they've decided are all that matters. And the main event scene is getting really stale because it's just Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar who are taken seriously. And that was a complaint five years ago. Yep. And it's still just it's still happening. And I know like, listen, the heel Roman Reigns character right now is great. It's genuinely awesome. But they don't have anyone interesting for him to fight with because they don't have any other interesting male talent in the company that they've done anything with. Nope. And then like Brock Lesnar is like a baby face lumberjack man now. And that's cool. But I don't care. Nope. I don't care about like it's it's done. It, you milked it too much. This isn't enough. I don't care that, like I said two weeks ago, they are two divorced dads fighting over Paul Heyman. That that's funny. It's not it's not good enough. We can do better. <laughs> but oh boy, so that's uh, th- that's going on. I think it'll be it'll probably be a fun feud and a banger of a match. But I mean, there's just there's almost by default nothing on this WrestleMania card I care about after that. And, and the reason I say that uh, is because in the women's Rumble match which I think was was pretty good. Like it wasn't, you know, like you said, the, the men can usually do a little bit more, but there were a lot of characters I was interested in. There was a great bit where, um, you know how, like I've told you, uh, Nikki Cross is doing this thing where she's Nikki A-S-H, which stands mm-hmm. for almost the superhero. Yeah. We discussed how weird that is, but there's a great moment when like, like 20 minutes after Nikki's been eliminated, Molly Holly comes out and like strikes her superhero pose and runs to the ring. It's mighty Molly Holly. Mm-hmm. And I said, I was like, Oh, these idiots, like they dumped Nikki already. They should have had them do something. And then Nikki yep. crawls out from under the ring and just kicks the crap out of her, drags her back into the ring and throws her over the top rope. And he's like, I'm the only, <sighs> like she turned super villain or whatever. And that, that's, that's even worse. That sounds like they didn't realize it till her entrance. And they were like, wait, Nikki, go out. We messed this up. We it need do, this it spot. It does kind of feel like that. Yeah. Like she still shouldn't have been eliminated, but I was just glad that they did the spot because I was like, okay, yeah. Like that's the kind of goofy stuff that I'm here for. I hope she becomes, you know, like the new legend killer. Like she fights the hurricane or something. That'll be great. Whatever. Like that was fun. You know, just stuff like that. Like there was a point where Naomi tried to do like the Royal Rumble save spot that somebody always does. And Sonia Deville, who she's been feuding with for like three months, like grabbed her feet while she was trying to do some of that ridiculous stunt work that you hate Mm -hmm. and just dumped her. and was like, no, you're not doing that goofy thing this year. You're out. Like you're done. That was a really fun like twist. And that was an actual storyline payoff. Yeah. And then. I realized something else this week, and this will be what I close with on the Rumble. Like, it's a bit of a running bit on this show that I like to like watch things that don't make sense, whether it's kayfabe in wrestling or just otherwise, and like think of my own explanation for it, right? Instead of like nitpicking in the other direction and being like, "Well, that doesn't make sense." The other thing I do on this show all the time 
is I'm like, yeah, this was kind of dumb, but like they've left the door open to do this thing and that could be cool. And I'm interested to see, and they never do it. Like the amount of times I've said, yeah, but this could, you know, imagine if they do this at WrestleMania and then they don't is very high at this point. And I watched them do that in real time this week, Mark, because we didn't get to record last week. So the rumble ends, you know, Ronda Rousey comes in, wins the women's match. The last person she dumps is Charlotte Flair to make sure she doesn't get booed out of the building. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking I I, I enjoyed that match a lot, even though like Bailey didn't come back and win. And like Charlotte Flair lasted way longer than she should have coming away from it. I was like, yes, this is great. Because, like, Ronda Rousey's great, and she left as, like, this sort of, like, flummoxed, like, heel-turn-ish character. And she has a kind of a reputation for being a sore loser in real life. A bad reputation. And they reputation. can bring her back. Yeah, exactly. But she does – here's the thing, Mark. She doesn't care about it. She doesn't give a nope. darn about her bad reputation. Nope. Not her. Mm-mm. So – that's the best thing we've ever done. I just want you to know that. Like, <laughs> clip that and just play that in the intro. Oh, man. So anyway. Oh, boy. I was like, this is perfect. She can come back. She can be the evil part-timer. And, like, Becky Lynch is a heel right now. But they always had incredible chemistry. All you have to do is have Becky Lynch just say mean stuff to her, to a heel, Ronda Rousey, and she'll be a face instantly. And then you've got your own, like, Ronda Rousey versus Conor McGregor match. You can run at WrestleMania, like, all of the same vibes and the same intensity. And, you know, it's perfect because a few years ago, she and Becky Lynch were supposed to feud, leading into WrestleMania. And then the company inserted Charlotte Flair. So now the storyline can be like, no, you and me, one-on-one, nobody else. And I was so excited for that, Mark. And then who did Ronda Rousey decide to challenge? Just take a guess. Charlotte Flair. Yes, because we haven't gotten enough of Charlotte Flair. Wait, is Charlotte Flair champion? She's the SmackDown champion. Why was she in the Rumble? Oh, well, because this company hates me personally. But ostensibly in kayfabe, because she wanted to win and then go challenge Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Why? Which is a... Which well, that's a I, the double champ thing. That's great heel motivation. I'm fine with that. But oh, yeah, I mean, I guess. The, the actual reason she was there is because if it had been like Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan as the last two, Ronda would have been nuked from orbit. But like now, they're <laughs> trying to sell us part time. Dude, I love Ronda Rousey. Like she's she's really cool. Now they're trying to sell us on part time, out of shape postpartum Ronda Rousey versus. Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, and I already don't care. Like, you already broke it. I don't, Hmm. I do not understand. Baffling choice. And, like, I think Ronda's going to be good. And if they don't have her do anything too stupid, it might still be a fun match. But it wasn't the right match to book. And they have no plans for what to do with Becky Lynch or Bobby Lashley to the point where, like, the rumor coming out of the Royal Rumble was they were like, yeah, they don't know what they're going to do with Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania yet, which is a great place to have the WWE champion in after WrestleMania. Royal like, Rumble. how do you not? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. How if you know you're going to have Brock win, how do you not elevate anybody as a clear like number two? Like, oh, they should have gotten the title shot and now feel like they have a case for the title shot. None of that. None of that happened. Nobody looked any better. We have nowhere to go. And you took, like, 
the only like the one thing I was really fired up about in Ronda Rousey coming back, and you paired her up with Charlotte Flair, your favorite toy. <laughs> I the only thing that I think they could be doing here is they said, well, we think Charlotte can get the best match out of her because she's going to be pretty rusty even by WrestleMania because she just had a kid like mm-hmm. three like not that long ago and she'd been you know sitting at home for two years before that right. So it's possible that they said, oh, well, Charlotte can get the best match out of her. Like, that'll work the best. But I'm doing that thing again where I give them more credit than they deserve. (laughs) And maybe they didn't want to book Charlotte in the main event of WrestleMania for all the reasons they've ever wanted to do it. It is not not a great assumption on my part. So this was not a great rumble. Um, I mean, the two I watched, I like the women's one. I'm happy with the winner. If you just cut right there, it's great. And then on SmackDown this week, they were like, "No, nah, actually, we're gonna we're gonna do this instead." So it's not great. I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, okay, to learn Harris, that I'm gonna poke not. a hole yep. in your hole. I'm giving them too much. Okay. I'm giving them credit. Okay, you're really gonna think you really think Charlotte would give a not quite all there for this Ronda Rousey a better match than Becky Lynch. I don't think that, but I can see how their thinking is. Yes, no. Charlotte would do better. No. In nobody's mind should that be the thought process. You have someone who's clearly a phenomenal wrestler <laughs> and someone who's a show person. No. Yep. L- listen, I It makes yeah. no sense. You put the you put them with the better worker. I mean, Charlotte Flair's a good wrestler. Dude. Yeah, That's she's not, fine. Like she's I not bad, know. but it's not even close. Dude, I, I'm i not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying that at least makes Plus, sense. Plus, Becky would make Ronda look way stronger than Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Well, Charlotte doesn't make Just physically, anyway. She never puts anyone over. But yes, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess they're banking. I mean, the other thing is they, they could have, like, maybe Ronda came back and was like, I'm only working if I'm a good guy, which is stupid and, like, yeah. an absolute heel behavior. But or or they came back and they're like Ronda Rousey's the crossover star. She's going to be the face. If we pair her up against Becky Lynch, she's going to get booed. Right, which Let's is true. Let's put her up against Charlotte Flair. That's that's yeah, the other side that makes of that equation. Wait, yeah, that that part. Yeah, that yeah. has to be it. We'll see. It's just uh, don't get your Charlotte Flair in my good stuff, man. I'm tired of it. She's good. She's good. Give me something else. So that's what like I. After the Rumble, I was like kind of half and half excited. And in the week since the Rumble, I'm now like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> so it's it's going to be interesting heading into Dynamite, which you didn't watch and are mad at. Um, yeah. So you didn't watch the match itself? Oh, oh no, wait. Defending? We got it. We, we, we can't be finished yet. Uh, the, the, we got to oh. talk about the other great thing about the Rumble. Do you not remember? I genuinely don't know what the Shane McMahon. Yeah, he he was there. He got fired. Yeah, he did. (laughs) From WWE. (laughs) Shane McMahon. Mm, After mm, all these years, now he gets fired from WWE. Mac O'Shane is all elite, baby. That's (laughs) they would never. But oh, my word, that would be incredible. No, they would. What are you talking about? I could totally see AEW well, doing I, that. By they, I kind of just mean like either Tony or Shane. 
one of them two would not do that. But yeah, they should absolutely. I, I try. don't know. I but don't here's know. the problem. Mark. I think I mean, Tony would relish in that. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're probably right. I just think. Look, I the, the rumor coming out of the Rumble immediately was um, morale is really low. Everyone is grumpy because nobody had any particular like standout moments in that match. It just kind of slummed along. And then <laughs> Oh man, I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. It just kind of slummed along and then Shane O'Mac was one of the final four in the Royal Rumble match to decide who gets a title shot at WrestleMania. Like 55-year-old red-in-the-face baseball jersey wearing Shane McMahon. <laughs> and the, the rumor that came out after that was, you know, morale's really low. And Shane McMahon has everybody really mad because he booked himself to look super strong in the Royal <laughs> Rumble. Which, you know, I was listening to another podcast, but they pointed out, they were like, Shane McMahon's whole thing was that he was like a horrible coward who was like, when he was a heel, always on the run. And you wanted to see him getting beaten up because he was a twerp. And then as a face, it was like doing insane things to get people to respect him. Mm -hmm. But they were never like actual wrestling related. And now as like a 50-year-old piece of ham, Shane McMahon has come back and said, no, I'm hard actually. I'm, I'm real tough and I'll, I'll beat everyone up. <laughs> the, the rumor is that he basically booked himself to go over, kept making changes to the Rumble card. Mm -hmm. Or like the rumble match and saying, well, it "Oh, kept well, we'll insisting do it. on putting himself, uh, putting himself yeah. in a like a, a top position, like a highlighted right. position." And whenever he would disagree with people, he'd be like, "Oh, well, I'm a McMahon, so which one do you think we're going to go with?" Like he would pull that card <laughs> to the point where Vince was like, "All right, get him out of here," <laughs> which is hilarious coming but, from Vince. Yeah, yeah, but like, I don't know. I mean, I think they would definitely try to stir up a little dirt about everybody they release so he won't jump ship to AEW. I hope he does. That'd be hilarious. I do too. <laughs> Him and Chris Jericho could form the Rad Dad faction. Like, sure, why not? I'm all for it. Uh, oh, dear. I just find but, that whole thing hilarious. I love it. Yeah, I, I genuinely did forget about that. I'm glad you brought it up. And he, I love, also, I love, I don't know if you've looked at Shane McMahon recently <laughs> in this. He is starting to <laughs> physically morph into a less ripped Vince McMahon. Like his head shape is morphing to look like a Vince McMahon head shape and everything. He's just so less funny. fit because yeah. Vince is legitimately, well, I mean, not, not anymore as much because he's like 80 years old, but was legitimately like a bodybuilder shredded, like physical oh, specimen. Yeah. Just a bit. Yeah. And Shane has never been that, but. Aside from that, he literally is like physically morphing to look like him, and I just find oh, that hilarious. Dear. He'll end up like playing him one day <laughs> when, like, Tony, you know, when Tony Khan owns the WWE network, he's putting on like billionaire Ted sketches. But that's, oh, I, I want it to happen, man. How funny would it be? Oh, man, here's what they're, here's, I don't know if they'll do this, but here's what they need to do, right? They just need to, like, do a, a being the elite style backstage vignette on like, like riffing on Shane McMahon buying WCW and kayfabe 20 <laughs> years ago. They need to do the same thing. They're like, ah, oh, Shane, the name on the contract does read con, but it actually says Tony con <laughs> you work for me now. And he's like, no, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that they can't resist right there. I'd love it. 
It'd be great for us. It would be amazing <laughs> for us. Oh, oh man. dear. We can only hope. But anyway, on to where uh, Mac O'Shane will soon be appearing. Yeah, it's okay. Dynamite. Yeah, I didn't watch, so I just have the matches pulled up here. Okay, I'll do the best I can. Um, I assume you – did you watch or not? I did. It was a good oh, episode. Okay, good. I liked it. I was excited. Uh, it doesn't it seem very good. From the matches and everything I'm seeing, it doesn't seem like it was all that great, but I'm glad you said it was. Well, let's – okay, let's get cracking then. Like what What did I start with? What did we watch first? Moxley, Wheeler, Yuta. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, limited by the fact that they kind of had to wing it because as of like two hours before that, it was supposed to be Brian Kendrick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. It was supposed to be that. That man believes some wild things, or did in the past. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that was fine. I mostly I liked. What 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 is a Danhausen? Do you know like what are you familiar with this guy? Yes, of course. He's a big. Um, uh, he's he's very big in the RJ City, David Arquette, yeah. Dalton Castle, like that whole group. He's that's in what, that group. I've okay. He that's what I that's what he strikes me as. He seems very interesting. He's, I an, R, he's an ROH guy. Yeah, I only know him from like occasional Twitter interactions that somebody like sends across my feed. Seems interesting, but I mostly was enjoying like trying to figure out what his whole deal is. Enjoy. Yeah, because I did Sorry. see that he came out, and I didn't go back and watch it, but I yeah, did see that he's he's signed now. He's all elite, yeah, 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 graphic yeah. and everything. But um, that was interesting. And then I mean, the best part, and what was obviously going to happen all along anyway, is Brian Danielson comes out and says. He gives him that Green Goblin speech, basically. He's like, we're not so different, you and I. Like, that whole deal. But it's really intriguing. Like, Brian... Let me just pause and say, I think this is interesting because you're looking at the card and you're thinking of the matches. Mm -hmm. And I'm mostly thinking about, like, the storytelling beats that I really liked. Gotcha. So that might be what some of the discrepancy is here. I thought the Moxley match was fine. I thought he never looked... There was, like, a fine balance of him never looking too weak. Mm Mm-hmm by constantly running interference with like orange Cassidy providing a distraction or Dan Housen providing a distraction. Mm-hmm. That was all fun. But then Brian Danielson comes out and he's like, okay, man, look at me. Like I, I know you don't like me, but I'm just telling you right now, like I don't want to fight you. I want to run with you because like there's this teenage cowboy holding the world championship. And a dinosaur man is holding the tag team championship. Like we can run this company. <laughs> With the, he, he literally said that he's like a man dressed as a dinosaur is a tag team. He's champion. not dressed as a dinosaur. He I, is a dinosaur. I'm just saying, you know. And he's a scholar. And the implication, and they don't like have to come out and say this, but the implication is Brian Dennison's like, dude, I, come on, we're better than this. Like we're big league, and this company isn't, which is a great little. I, I tend to agree with Brian have. Danielson at this mm. point. Not about Luchasaurus, but in general, I well, agree with him at this point. Well, and that's what – so here, that's the thing. He's talking – he's like, you and me need to team up. We can run this company and we can take all the young up-and-coming talent and like put them in our faction and it's going to be dope. And everybody's cheering for it like he's name-dropping all these different people. Basically saying, hey, wouldn't it be sweet if we ran like a heel stable with a bunch of young up-and-coming talent like, you know – every great wrestling faction in history people were super into it and brian was literally like see these people don't like me but they want this to happen Mm because they know it's a great idea Mm -hmm. and he's like but hey man you don't have to figure it out just think about it 
and then he left. So I'm excited to see this because I'm like, yeah, okay, that's perfect. That's exactly what I want. Great takeaway. The match mm-hmm. was fine. That's not the point. The point was this promo, which was really exciting. Nice. Yeah, that I remember that happening last week with the little interaction with Danielson. It's like, ooh, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. They that's might. Great. They might actually. Here's the thing about this company. They might actually make it happen. Now, what they do, like when that faction's career is on the line, it's probably not going to be good. But they're not the kind of company to like tease out something that gets a very positive reaction and then not go for it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. I'm excited to see what happens, and I'm glad they're going to string it out. I like that they could, you know, continue to float fun ideas past me. Yeah, but knowing them, they'll string it out. It'll be great for about a month, and then they'll be like, now we'll have the match. And it's like, wait, no, not now. Oh, okay. And it'll just be on Dynamite, and then it will be good. Mm. And then Mm. they'll string it out again, and then a week Mm. before the pay-per-view, here's the next match, and then it will be over, and then they'll have nothing for the pay-per-view. That's the MO of AEW right now, and it's getting almost unbearable. First of all, that pay-per-view this time next year is going to be Chris Jericho and Dan – I almost said Dan Landing. Goodness. Dan Lambert (laughs) in a shark cage match, like one of the really terrible like broom closet size shark cage matches. That's fine. I'm they're going to bring it back ironically. Like I'm all for it. I would genuinely love that. I'm all for that. That sounds great. That's that was a good idea. I didn't mean to have. (laughs) Oh dear. Anyway, what happened next on Dynamite? Uh, uh, Brandy and uh, Paige Van Zandt. (laughs) Yes. Okay, Mark. Which I saw that this happened did not go back over. Oh to. my word! This is absolutely. It's in, it's been well established on this show that we consider Chris Jericho one of the best of all time, right? Like just in terms of his career longevity yes. oh, and sure. overall skills. One hundred percent. And that makes it absolutely hilarious that Dan Lambert I almost did it again has just waltzed <laughs> in off the street straight out of the MMA gym and done what Chris Jericho is currently doing. 10 times better than Chris Jericho mm-hmm. is doing it. Yep. That is absolutely hysterical. I don't know. Genuinely. I don't know if they thought he would get cheered going up against Brandy Rhodes, but like, <laughs> Oh, it was incredible. And it was all of the most like Chris Jericho esque, like I'm an old man who thinks you're hot and like secretly hates you a little bit kind of thing. A lot of that. There was some, you know, inside, inside jokes like brandy Rhodes looked at one of his guys and was like oh you know we only hired you so we could get to be friends with your tag team partner whatever like some wink and a nod nonsense that i don't really care for because i didn't know any of that beforehand anyway the point it gets to is he crosses the line she slaps him and he doesn't go full like um andy kaufman like that would be great if that's where this was going if dan lambert was like cody rhodes I'm going to fight your wife like that would be amazing. They won't do it. (laughs) But what we are building to instead is the classic like, all right, well, I'm not going to hit a woman, but I brought my own woman and who comes running out. But Paige Van Zandt. So now we got. And that was pretty wild. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't expecting that. I really thought they were kind of done with the ATT cross promotion. But Mm -hmm. um, I don't I don't know what a promo battle between Paige Van Zant and Brandy Rhodes will do to me, Mark. It might kill me on the spot, but it's going to be one of the most legendary segments in wrestling history. We might have to do an episode just on I know. it immediately. I know. We might have to stop the whole show. 
I just like, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. We're both fans of Paige fans. And she's a lovely young woman. The thing about Ronda Rousey that makes her a great crossover into pro wrestling is when she looks at you like she wants to rip your arm off, you believe her. Yes. And she knows how to do that. She can find that weird gear of kind of overacting that is what makes like great pro wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that like athletes a lot of times have a hard time picking up. Yep. I've never in my life seen Paige Van Zandt look like she's going to rip anybody's arm off. She's just nope. not capable of doing it. Nope. That's, you know, that's that's not a bad thing, but I don't believe for a second that she's coming to whoop Brandy's ass. Like that's nope. not No, you're like, "Okay, you're All right." <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. And it was weird too. This is getting into weird territory, but there was it was weird cuz there was a moment where he was like, "Oh, that like weird I mean, he didn't say this. He said it more eloquently than this, but he was telling Brandy, oh, yeah, no, that fake angry black woman voice that you do when you finish a promo is is just as fake as your fake breasts that you have. Like, that was the gist of the line. I don't Mm -hmm. remember it exactly. But how do you – I don't know, man. How do you come out and you're like, you have fake breasts? Now fight Paige Van Zandt, my chosen <laughs> champion. Like, come on, man. What are you doing? Oh, oh Good point. that reminds me. The girl from Right to Censor came back at the Royal Rumble. Who? That was genuinely great. Ivory, is that her name? The really... You know oh, who I'm talking about? oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she was yeah, great. I do. She came out cut a promo all the way to the ring on how these girls weren't representing themselves well and was then immediately picked up, carried bodily across the ring, I think by Rhea Ripley, didn't like stop, didn't take a breath, continued to cut this promo, and then Rhea Ripley like threw her out of the ring and she hit the ground and was eliminated. Incredible. You could bring her back right now full-time, instant heat. Nice. Somebody said call them right to right to cancel. Like it's <laughs> it's perfect. That it's is too good. perfect. They won't do it for that no. reason. But anyway, <laughs> that's kind of, I don't know. She would not be pleased with what she saw going on in the women's division in AEW. Let's just say that. Mm. I can't wait. This feud's going to be a dumpster fire. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Also, whose idea was it to make Paige Van Zant a heel? Whoever's idea was that, they deserve to be fired and never to book anything again. The thing, so here's the thing. I think they might be overthinking this one. In WWE, she absolutely would be. I think they're thinking. No, I look. I'm not talking about what makes sense, Harris. I'm not talking (laughs) about story wise. I'm talking about the person themselves. They clearly had no idea who this was. Uh, Paige Van Zant is. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Um, (laughs) She might be the worst. I don't know how else to say this. It's not where I thought this was going. Okay. Let's okay. Let's put it nicely. She doesn't have, let's just say the chops to be a heel. Because she's constantly smiling because she doesn't know what to do. She doesn't have the capability to act. She has no capability to do anything. 
um, <laughs> performance-wise. It's not possible. She can only smile, and that's it. And um, so now they're like, look at her. She's a bitchy heel. And it's like, no, she's not because she looks uncomfortable and is smiling and just happy to be here because she can't physically do anything else. It's the most ridiculous looking thing every time. And you're like, she's supposed to be the bad guy right now, but she just looks like this goofy person who just wandered in here and is like, look how fun this is. Yeah. Well, it would be. <laughs> OK, but you know what it'd be like? This is actually a shockingly good comparison. It would it would be like if you asked like Julia Hart to play the same role. If no, you were like Julia, Julia Hart- Hart's a professional wrestler and knows professional wrestling. I That's I unfair to Julia Hart. No, I'm going to say this. I don't think Julia Hart could effectively play a really badass heel in this stage of her career. I'm sorry. I'm calling it now. Maybe I'm wrong. That would be wild to watch. But I'm just saying. I, I'm it's just saying. Similar watch her turn. She's going to join. She's going to so. join with Malachi Black. She's and got an gonna, eye patch, dude. It's going to happen. Up. Oh, She's dude, clearly so. evil because she has an eye patch. It's going to be great. Just saying. Just mm. wait. Anyway. Brandy Rhodes versus Paige Van Zant. I main event the next pay-per-view. Who cares? Just kill me. Let's do it. This is gonna be great. <laughs> I don't care, Mark. It's gonna be amazing. Just lean right into it. They're like, hey, we had CM Punk on MJF on the pre-show so we could watch Brandy Rhodes and Paige Van Zant in the Rage in the Cage match or whatever. Oh, Absolutely. Man. I can't oh, wait. Man. It's gonna be great. So again, th- this is why I was excited with this week's episode. Well, that's fair. Very I understand. promising future. Uh, oh, dude. Okay, so... I Well, no, keep going. If it doesn't come up, I'll bring it up. There's another segment I just remembered. It might not be on there because it wasn't a match. Okay, yeah, I'm just listing the matches. Okay. Uh, uh, we had a tag match. Pack and Penta versus Malachi Black and Brody King. Um, Black and King won, so good. That's yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah, they're doing a fun, like... Not quite X-Men thing with Pac, but, you know, like he had the blindfold on for the video package a couple weeks ago and they made a whole show of taking it off. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Whatever. Yeah, it was good. It was a good match. But like, again, narratively, you're like, OK, oh, OK. Yeah. Are we done. What what happens next? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it was good. It was a good match. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Isaiah Cassidy is wrestling Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. That happened on I, Rampage. Um, okay, I guess they set yeah, that up want... on this. Uh, Got it. Ruby Soho versus Nyla Rose for some reason. Did not watch that. Nope, don't care. Uh, Ruby Rose, or uh, Nyla Rose. Yep. Wow, that really confused me because I'm used to Ruby Rose. Yeah. That always comes to mind. And then it's Nyla Rose. So I saw yeah. Rose won and I was like, Ruby, never mind. Nyla Rose well, won. So yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Uh, apparently it was a, almost a squash match for Nyla Rose. So. <sighs> That makes a ton of sense. Bit, so good for them. Bit tired of it, to be honest. Although but, I think you know. Ruby Soho won the last one. So. Oh, jeez. Whatever. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't care. <sighs> um, Hangman came out and spoke because for some reason he's wrestling Lance Archer and yep, he's wrestling him next good. week for the title, even though yeah, a pay per view's sure. four, three, yeah. four weeks away. So. Sure, that makes sense. I mean, Apparently, Dan Lambert came out again, and Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, that was weird. How many managers does this guy have by now? Because I, I thought know. it was just Jake the Snake, but now I don't. I don't really care though, because Dan Lambert is hilarious. He so is I really hope they just put him in more stuff. 
Mm-hmm. That's fine. He I'm just inserts. Plus, I get they weren't thinking this deeply into it, but that is the kind of thing like this kayfabe Dan Lambert would do is try to like wiggle his way into managing all these other athletes because that's what well, he that's does. Well, that's a classic like, wrestling manager anyway. Like that's true. That's what wrestling managers did. They they had oh, multiple gonna, wrestlers. Dan Lambert versus Jake the Snake. Let's do. Yes. That's where we're headed. Long term. Oh my word. That'd be awesome. I'm in. Oh man. <laughs> uh, inner circle continues to fall apart. Yes. Okay. So this was it. This was the part where. It's funny you say continues to fall apart because literally all it was was Chris Jericho cutting a promo and yeah. being like, hey, guys, I'm real mad that you didn't tag me in our tag match last week. So what I'm is calling he five. You. Yeah, it's I know. like, oh, I'm He's... really mad at you. You didn't invite me to sit with you at lunch last week. He's calling a mandatory meeting next week. So everyone <sighs> better be there, which oh is great because in practice, what are they going to call he... this? What are they going to call this inner circle press conference thing? Ooh, I don't remember. They keep to using I... different names. And so right, who, right. it's a war room, war meeting. I don't know what they're going to call yeah, it this time. They always promote it differently. But like I'm a little I, I'm fine with that. Like when the faction exists and is doing something interesting on a semi regular basis. But like. They haven't been featured together in forever, and it was great because it was Chris Jericho coming on Dynamite to be like, hey, guys, meet up in the ring and break up next week. Because that's, what, that's what's happening, and mm-hmm. it's going to be – he was like, hey, guys, uh, company meeting, y'all are going to beat me up with, with a chair and a baseball bat. Like that's that's what he just said. <laughs> it's going to be – so that's – I'm excited to see that. That's going to be interesting. Maybe we'll go somewhere with that, although I don't – Nowhere, because the whole reason that the tag team Santana and Ortiz want to break off is because they haven't had a title shot in like a year and a half. And they're like, what are we? That's that's the whole thing. That's what we do. It would be very funny if they then broke up the team and got into a singles feud with Chris Jericho or Jericho and Guevara or whatever. Well, they can't do that because he's doing the thing with Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to break up next week. That's. I'm interested to see that. That'll be good. Yeah. You're right. Jericho's a dweeb right now. Like Dan Lambert really shook him at some point during that feud. Mm-hmm. I'm talking kayfabe here. And like, here's the thing, dude. Jericho's team won the match. I know. Like what? I mean, it wasn't like he helped them win, but shouldn't that be all you care about? But I don't know. I still have enough hope that maybe this company is capable of saying, of having Santana and Ortiz be like, what is wrong with you, dude? Why are you crying about this? We didn't tag you into the match. You're a dork. <laughs> I don't know if they'll do that exactly, but you know, I'm excited to see how this goes. It won't go well. Mm-hmm. That would be the worst possible option if they were like, great, everything's good. And uh, we're fighting the young bucks at the pay-per-view inner circle. Like no, don't need that. Yep. I agree. Also, it's another instance of, oh, yay, we'll have a title match. That has nothing to do with whatever the feud's going to be. And then three weeks before the pay-per-view, we'll start a feud and then end it. And Mm. it's just like, ugh. Mm. (sighs) It's so much better with a heel champion because then they can just not wrestle. It honestly is better, like, because then they just don't ever wrestle for the title until they have to. Mm -hmm. And it does work better. Um Whatever. And then it's the main event, Punk, MJF. I'm sure the match was good. I mean, these guys are great. And the feud's been hmm, uh, really well started, (coughs) really poorly 
executed over the past couple of weeks. And I, I, I don't want to say drawn on too long because it goes mm. against everything else I've talked about with long-term <laughs> storytelling. But if it's also like not done well, it, it gets annoying. And I, I that's kind of where I'm at with this. I've not enjoyed the last recent elements to this feud. Mm. And then once they're like wrestling next week, four weeks before the big pay-per-view after we've been building this for three months, you're just like, what is wrong with you? Like, I get it, Chicago. You're here 12 times a year. Like, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. I'm sorry. It's just not. And I just I I understand it's a TV company and that's that's more important in the grand scheme of things for AEW than the pay-per-views. I get it. I've heard Eric Bischoff talk about it. I do. I understand that. But at some point, it's it, it doesn't work with the way wrestling works, if that makes sense. Like, wrestling <laughs> is designed... It's storytelling. It's a movie. It's, it's designed to build up to a climax that's an event. That's what mm-hmm. it, it's what all sports in general are just designed for. And mm. when your event is just your weekly show every fourth week, yeah, it just cheapens everything that happens. And even well, though this is like this is a little different because this is a properly set up match for sure. It mm-hmm. is, um, you know, unlike the Cody Sammy Guevara match from the week before <laughs> when they wrestled in the ladder match for the titles. That was one of the most retarded things I've ever seen because it was announced the week before. There was zero storyline, zero buildup, where there was plenty of fuel for a great story. They just yeah. didn't do it. And then they try, they're like, watch us put on this 20-minute banger. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, this match is fine. And I don't give two craps about it. You're killing yourself yeah. for no reason. You're wasting all of our time with this good match because you ruined it. That's been AEW over the past year and a half, and it's just infuriating at this point. So I'm sure this match was good. I'm sure it was good. These guys are great. And the feud in general has been good to fine to good. But it's just there's no end game for anything. There's no end game for any feud. There's no timetable. There's no structure. There's nothing. It just happens Mm. and then a random show they do the payoff and it's like how do you get invested in this Mm. well it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so weird i don't think if every pay-per-view there weren't two or three matches where i'm like every pay-per-view has no story build up to it almost or maybe one or two match matches have like some story and then everything else was thrown together in the last week yeah no it really does feel that way and i don't there's something about when you sit down to watch a really good pay-per-view because it's like watching a movie because it is payoff, payoff, payoff. Which teaser, is like it was payoff. so great with uh, Hangman winning the title against sure um, uh, Omega at the last one. It was great. But there wasn't there another so thing matches. on the show with any storyline yeah. implications other than that match. Yeah. And it's just – I don't get it, man. But, I mean, here's the thing. Like, So let me talk about the positive for a second. I really, really, really like this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that they did the double, like, the double MJF cheat to finish. Like, mm-hmm. they teased it, like, 17 minutes in. They actually have the ref, like, count, you know, count him out, ring the bell, 
declare a winner, the music plays, and then they catch it and yeah. start over again. And then he cheats to win again at the end of the match. Like it was so early on that they were able to effectively do that twice. Mm-hmm. I really liked all of that. I think Punk looked great as like this wily veteran who just kind of got chipped away. MJF did a great job working like his knee and his elbow on the same side of his body and Punk selling that the whole time so he couldn't get any of his finishers in. Like, And it makes MJF look smart and like a dirtbag going forward. Everybody looks great. Mm-hmm. And all I could think was, man, I just really wish they had done that on like a pay-per-view with a tag match and a title match and like a great blood feud. Like yeah. it was worthy of a pay-per-view. Right. And you almost like you, you dilute your pay-per-view product and then by yep. extension whatever you put on dynamite mm-hmm. that could have been on a pay-per-view because now i feel like the company is saying because i'm conditioned to this pay-per-view thing i feel like the company right. is saying they don't think cm punk versus mjf is anything other than a tv feud which is just stupid right especially because they'll probably do like a cm punk's career on the line match at the pay-per-view <laughs> or something stu- you know what's the worst possible <laughs> scenario Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Because, again, the story, this is the other thing. The story here is now MJF will never, ever, ever wrestle CM Punk. That's the story here. And the story is Punk has to go above and beyond out of his way to try and make this happen with MJF. Because mm-hmm. he's the cowardly heel who now won, and so he's never going to wrestle him again. Right. And so now, yeah, you got to do something stupid. Like they back themselves into a corner <laughs> and you know, punk's going to win. And, and, and you're just like, how many times does this have to happen? I already don't care about MJF anymore. Like <laughs> he has no weight behind him behind anything he says right now because they've booked him so poorly and they think they're booking him strong and they're not. Well, I because think you're sitting it- there and you're like, this guy's great. But every time when you have a character that's this cowardly and this cheat and this whole thing, mm-hmm. They have to win. They don't have to be done. I mean, yeah, you want them to win in the cheapest, you know, most underhanded, unearned way possible. But they have to have some sort of risk behind them. And when they constantly just come out and end up losing (laughs) overall in their field, even though he beat Jericho three times or whatever it was, but lost the last one. That's all that matters. So unless they're going to do another one. And have him win two out of three, which I'll guarantee that's not going to happen. It's like Punk's going to win on the pay-per-view, get his revenge, and now MJF just lost another feud against a top star and is still not a top star. It's just it's just getting frustrating when MJF should be the champion right now. He should be their long-term heel champion. He should. Yeah. And already, at this point, he already should. And... <laughs> You're ruining this character by putting him in these feuds with these big time stars and constantly having him lose. Ultimately, yeah, yeah, they'll give him a win or two, which is good, but he loses the feud or or is perceived to have lost the feud. And you're not helping anyone with that. I think you're you're listen, if you if he loses the next match. Or it loses the feud. I agree with you. But I think you're putting a lot of assumption on that if. I like, uh, have been watching AEW for a long time. Maybe. And I only – I'm pretty good. Like you, Harris. 
pretty good <laughs> at predicting slash expecting what is going to happen. Look, okay. I hope it doesn't. Okay. And if it doesn't, yeah. I think then that's really good. There's no way Punk is losing again. See, I don't know if I trust like Tony Khan or the Young Bucks to not do that, but I feel like I trust CM Punk to know. I, I thought that so that's until I've idea. seen the last few weeks of the way that yeah. it's been booking. Yeah. And I saw that Wardlow match. And once I saw that, I was like, okay, now I don't trust Punk anymore because he allowed okay. this to happen. And yeah. this was one of the dumbest things I've well, ever seen. Overall, trajectory of, of the company and their timing and MJF's career and all that. Well, you know, one more thing I just wanted to say. Like, if if they somehow don't do this and he wins the next match, like, clean or something crazy, mm-hmm. he will be positioned for a title shot. Like, he's there as, if, yeah, he, if he, he wins this feud. Yes, I agree. Like, that's the right decision. That's what needs to happen next. But, um, no, I just lost it. Hang on. <laughs> well, just in general, yeah. they've made punk, uh, MJF almost too goofy at this point. Where you mean you starting didn't think to PG lose... Punk was cool and edgy? <laughs> I, I like that. But they've made him almost too caricature where it's hard mm. to take him seriously at all, which is a bad place to be in for a character like this. Yeah, well, and that's why, like, I don't know. I, I mean, the match itself was great. Like, if you can divorce yourself from the larger context and what we feel like is frustrating about this company, like, this was a great match. And this was mm-hmm. a really great, like, CM Punk MJF match. Like, it really grew on me. It had a great false finish, like, 20 minutes in. And I really hope at some point, like, they called it, you know, 60 minutes or TV time remaining with, like, 45 minutes left in the show. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, okay, well, um, I guess it's going to be a 45-minute match. And then you get that false finish, like, 15 minutes in. At some point, I would love to see them actually end a main event that way and just do and have something else to do. Yeah. Just to keep me on my on my toes about, you know, the main event. The well, that's why they've like been that. putting their main event matches as the first matches a lot right. of times. No, I know. Yeah. But I'm glad they didn't tonight because like the pay-per-view conditioning, there is something signified by being the last match of the night. Like yes, it did feel is. like a huge deal in a way the opener didn't because the opener feels like, hey, we're going to give you a really solid like wrestling match. But it doesn't feel like a payoff, at least not to me when you open with that. Mm-hmm. the rest of the show just goes downhill but like the match was great it was a really good like it's really fun to get to see cm punk wrestle like, this is what like we always wanted to see him do is come back and work with like the really hot young up-and-comer yep it was it was great for all of that so i really hope they take this in a good place going forward mm-hmm. and don't do the you know aj lee on a pole match or whatever <laughs> <laughs> they should do that. That would be great. If they were like, yeah, we got AJ Lee on this forklift. Wardlow's going to eat her if you don't win them. You know? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's get real weird with it. Like 1996. Come on. What are you talking about? That sounds like a brilliant idea. Yeah, I know. I did it again. <laughs> oh, At dear. least for us. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm This dynamite left me really excited going forward for all the reasons we've talked about. I, I think you're right in that they're overall like 
they have some pretty consistent flaws and they are frustrating. But it's not to the point where I'm over it quite yet because there's still enough interesting stuff going on. Although here's the thing. If he somehow wins this feud, he's going to go feud with Wardlow instead. It'll be like a face Wardlow, and I don't want to see that right now. Hello, buddy? Sorry, I had the mic muted, and I didn't realize it. <laughs> I thought there was something wrong with my phone. Well, no, no, the mic was audio. muted. I wonder how long. I talked for a while. I wonder how long. <laughs> I don't remember where I was. Uh, okay, uh, well, the last thing I was saying was I, was I was commenting on you saying about the Wardlow MJF thing, and I'm like, no, I like that. Like, I like that. I like that idea. Um, I think it's good. It's been a little overcooked. Uh, yeah. you know, it's gone on a little bit too long and it's in a weird spot now with this punk feud going on. Mm-hmm. So that I think is kind of strange. Uh, I think, I mean, you know, at the pay-per-view, I mean, I, again, there's no point in watching. I already know what's going to happen. Okay, here we go. This is we're like a month out from this pay per view, and I can already tell you exactly how MJF versus CM Punk if they okay, elect to do Call the rematch do for Revolution, one hundred percent. Now I can't say blow for blow the whole layout of the match, but I can get I can tell you the finish right now. It's gonna be barn burner again because again this match probably should have been shorter because now you keep doing these big long epic matches and then. At some point, you probably should do a little variety, but it'll be a big, big long match, beat up, you know, all this stuff. Everyone will be exhausted. Um, Mm -hmm. MJF's going to be setting up for whatever his thing is. Punk's going to kick out of his finisher for the third time, and he's going to get frustrated. Punk's going to probably play dead most of the match. He's been doing that a lot lately. Um, And uh, MJF's going to get fed up. Now call over to Wardlow, the give me my ring or come out here and help or this, and Wardlow's going to say, nope, and he's going to just walk. He's not going to come in and punch him or anything. He's just going to leave, and mm. Punk's going to be like, eh, no, and then CM Punk, or and then uh, MJF's going to be like, no, and then he's going to turn around, and Punk's going to hit him with a GTS, and then it's going to be the end of the match. That's the finish of the match, like 1 million percent. Man, I I really think you might have just called that the same way I just called Brock Lesnar. I mean, it's like, so I, easy. It's just... every. Every ounce of that makes complete sense. Yeah, that's going to be the finish. Punk's or Punk's going to win the feud, and then the next thing will probably be MJF and Wardlow. After MJF yep. is now again, technically he won the feud against Jericho, but <laughs> he lost the last match. So in wrestling terms, that's usually how it how it goes. Yeah. So now he's lost to both the aging superstars, and now has to. I don't know how you make that with Wardlow now interesting after that, but that's going to be what happens. Either that or Wardlow will just join with Punk, which would be interesting. That would be more interesting, but uh, I don't think they're going to do that. Um, I think they'll have Punk probably maybe wrestle maybe wrestle for a title or something sometime soon. Um, I'm not exactly sure how it would go after that, but that's going to be the finish of the match, one million percent. 
That um, makes a whole lot of sense. But yeah, but yeah. it's not going to be interference or Wardlow's not going to snap on him or anything. They'll do that the next week on Dynamite. And uh, he'll call him out, he'll yell at him, and then we'll have the actual Wardlow beating up MJF in the ring on the next Dynamite after he does mm-hmm. that. But, because, uh, you know, you can't have him helping Punk. Like, that would, he's a babyface, so. Yeah. That's that's what's going to happen. <clears throat> and, uh I am horrified it's be that very, you might be absolutely right. It's going to yeah. be very disappointing, but this, that's what, that, hey, I don't understand, man. Again, I, I was, there's plenty of people in AEW I've never trusted, but there's been a handful I do. I've trusted Cody Rhodes. I've trusted, that's the other one. I've trusted Cody Rhodes, Jericho, Punk, Daniel Bryan, and, and John Moxley. Like, there's a handful I trust for the most mm. part, and we've already seen Jericho no longer can be trusted. He's done. Um... Punk's starting to become that way, and Cody's starting to become that way, because he's the one with that Sammy Guevara crap with no (laughs) proper setup. They ruined that. That was such a great setup. He, you know, they did the interim title. You have the two things. Cody can be like, I never lost. You know, what's going, you know, this isn't a big deal. I'm the champion, so, you know, good for you, Sammy, but you're not. And then Sam can be like, no, I earned this, you know, whatever. You, it's not my fault. You weren't there. Just do you know, exactly you do what that, they did. And then you build it up for a pay-per-view. couple weeks and you build yep. it up for a month and it's a pay-per-view yep. and you have the two titles and it's great. And yeah, they have a barn burner of a match and it's awesome. No, Cody went very next week. Uh, no, I'm the champion. So, you know what, Sammy, good for you. And we're going to wrestle for the, the titles in a ladder match next week. That's it. And you're just like, I do you know nothing like Cody? I <sighs> I, these people again, young bucks. I get this crap. You guys, come on! Like you're the old school. You know how to tell stories. You know this is wrong. Like, ugh. So that's where it gets even more frustrating when it's the people like Jericho and Punk and Cody and where where they're tried and true. They know what they know how this works, and they're not doing it. Yeah, sounds about right. Anyway. Wait for that on Revolution. There's no reason to watch that match. We all know. What, that, See, that's okay, now I really like. I know it's messed up because it's bad booking, but I really hope that happens because I it will it be will. hysterical. It will. One million percent. About right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch Rampage. I don't think you did either. So you know. Nope. Didn't. Um. I'm sorry. Like Mercedes Martinez wrestled Thunder Rosa. That was probably good. Except Thunder oh, Rosa yeah. probably just got fed to her. Like she's been getting yeah. fed to everybody. So let's I didn't see. Watch it. Uh. I Oh, no, actually, uh, Mar- uh, Martinez hit Thunder Rosa with a pipe, and so she got disqualified. <laughs> you, you, to oh, be honest, man. now that I think about it, you don't see too many disqualifications in AEW. No, and that's good. It actually Keep doesn't it that happen way, a ton, so. They're, they're they're effective when they're used rarely. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, like, here's Thunder the Thunder Rosa should be the face of the company, and the fact that she's just the good hand that's fed to the new people to make them look good is getting very frustrating i genuinely genuinely think they know that a title feud with Britt baker would be so good that they've got that like in the barrel like we'll see that this year they'll have like yeah but you keep cheapening thunder rosa and it's not gonna make it as effective I, I don't I gotta be honest I don't think as many people are watching rampage and it's easier to kind of have your little b movie moments over there and it's fine that's Especially because she didn't lose. She got, you know, hit True. with a pipe. That's an odd finish. That is an odd finish. Um, oh, Ricky Starks wrestled Jay Lethal. Ooh, that match was probably great. I, okay. Jay Lethal's uh, Ric Flair thing <laughs> is so funny. And I've seen it so many times compared to everything else he's done that now when he's playing any other character, I'm like, no, no, what are you doing? 
See, in, in, I'm the exact opposite. Like, like <laughs> I, I know whenever I see Jay Lethal, I'm thinking Black Machismo, Jay Lethal, and just him being Macho Man, and it's just mm-hmm. so perfect. Yeah, just Ooh, yeah. so perfect. So that that's the way I see him. But uh, and I'm still very disappointed he didn't just fully come out as Black Machismo because I know it's so good, <laughs> so good. That was in the heyday, man, of TNA when TNA oh, was yeah. awesome. TNA was that, great for about ten years. Had a great about a ten year run that, of greatness. That Ric Flair clip is one of my. So you know, I love to find like the most inane stuff in wrestling and say if wrestling is fake, then explain right. this yeah. because that's the kind of stuff that like made me a fan of professional wrestling, and I'm always trying to scratch that itch in somebody else. That clip of him and Ric Flair might be it, – it's certainly in the if wrestling is fake, then explain this Hall mm-hmm. of Fame. Yeah. It might be on Mount Rushmore. I, I genuinely Ooh. think it is. It's one of the greatest segments. That might be a good episode for to that. do. Our, Ooh, yeah. uh, our, our Mount Rushmore of uh, if wrestling is real, explain this moments. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, might sure. Be I'm fun. down. I'm going to do those shirts at some point. Yeah, that will be Especially fun too. Yeah, it's it's I've I've taken some screenshots. It's it's going to be interesting. Good. But yeah, I don't. So that I'm sure that match was good, but I would have been really see that's the although whole time to anyway. be fair, that might be hard to do because that's our whole catalog of shows. But it would still be fun. I bet we'd have like two of the four in common. All but I can we, think about is every WCW moment from the year 2000 through 2001. <laughs> Like every single wait a minute, one. Wait them. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, this is fair. somebody else pointed this out. I stole this from Twitter. But people mocked David Arquette mercilessly for years and would never stop complaining whenever it was brought up that he won the title for like twenty minutes on an episode of Thunder. Bad Bunny was in the final four of the Men's Royal Rumble match this year. I don't want to ever hear anything about David Arquette ever again. Oh, no, not even that. I heard uh, he came in and literally cleared the ring <laughs> of, like, multiple competitors. Is this yeah, true? Yeah, why not? I, I, I don't know. I missed that part of the match. You watched the so, match. Not the whole match. I was taking a shower <laughs> for some of it. It was an hour long. I was like, I don't know anyone in the ring right now. I'm just going to dip for a second. <laughs> so by the time I came back, he was in, but I must have missed the yeah. The I don't know that for sure. I just saw someone say that. No, and, sure, uh, I choose to believe that. That's super funny. I believe it. I do, and because again, at WrestleMania, he was great. Oh, here's the thing: he's excellent. Don't he get me is. wrong, but it's the principle of the thing. It is put David Arquette in the Royal Rumble match. The man deserves a chance. David he's a former Arquette world champion. did the worm. Yeah, no, put it in, in the, the ring <laughs> before uh, Scotty Too Hotty. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty He's sure. He's not even in the Hall of Fame yet, man. What are they doing over there? Bunch of bums. Uh, David Arquette, go to All Elite Wrestling. Well, they'll appreciate you. I know you still listen. They would appreciate you more than WWE, they, that's for sure. I really hope, like, he's been doing a lot of Bozo the Clown stuff lately. He this is, because he bought the rights to Bozo. We're now in. We're now back to what's up with David Arquette. That segment exists again. I exactly. really hope the Bozo stuff takes off somehow, so he can have a high enough celebrity profile to get into either AEW or the WWE Hall of Fame. 
Yeah, well, that's what you'd th- I, want. I was hoping that would happen with this latest Scream movie that we both still haven't watched because it, it made money like it did pretty well, <laughs> you know, box office yeah. wise, it did well. Yeah. So I was hoping that might mm. help and it doesn't look like it. Now, Sami Zayn's going to go fight with Johnny Knoxville instead. Yeah. That'll, no. that'll, I got to be honest. I think that'll be pretty fun. I'm sorry. That That's <laughs> that's not the worst idea. He was in the Rumble. I think that sounded oh, yeah, like that was, was fun. Yeah. That's a really like shockingly good crossover choice. I'm surprised they didn't get on that 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, they missed that, out big time. Yeah, no kidding. Because Johnny Knoxville's like, yeah, just hit me. Like, whatever. <laughs> this is nothing. He's like the ultimate professional wrestler. He's like Darby <laughs> Allen. Mm, he is oh man see that would have been another good one anyway yeah this a little david arquette content for you we know it's been a minute it's Sorry, true we, we don't have enough yet. he's just kind of not been doing a ton so it's nice to, you know it's nice to nice to have a little bit we still we'll yeah. we'll do a scream at some point we'll we're the gonna watch one, it and we will do an episode talking about it because you know what, of course it's what it's was our the name of the other one he was in that came out recently oh i don't know he's done a handful he's had a handful of movies come out i don't Mm, we'll I don't remember. I don't remember, but uh, yeah, we need him to come out and wrestle as Bozo the Clown. That's what we need. Oh, there you go. Yeah, see, that'd be good. Let's do and, that. Oh, he needs to wrestle Frank the Clown as Bozo the Clown. Perfect. In Perfect. AEW. That's David what Arquette needs to happen. Sliding back into those DMs. That's buddy. what needs we'll, to happen, buddy. I will fly to the. I will come to the show. Tony Khan, book it. I'll oh man, that's what we need. We need a clown versus clown match. Yes, dude. See, clown nose I on a pole. Oh dear. Something like that. <laughs> Something like with, that. With with Danhausen and RJ City. Yes, I was gonna say RJ City has a run in at some point. Yeah, that would be amazing. Oh man, see, this is why we need to run a wrestling company. It is because dude. we would go bankrupt in three weeks and we would have the greatest three weeks of content in the history of wrestling, though, and it would be totally worth it. I I got to be on like if there was an American version of DDT, like if there was a company that sat down and was just like, let's make some new if wrestling is fake, then explain this moments. And it was like an hour a week, 30 minutes a week. I would absolutely watch that. <laughs> That would be what the podcast would turn into because it it's would basically be... just Southpaw regional wrestling. Right. Basically. Just do that. Just, just <laughs> do that. Hey, by the way, do you remember when Miro was like about to fight God and now he hasn't been on TV in two months? Yeah. That's kind of annoying. That I was really excited. That angle had a lot of potential. That, was, that would have been great. I know. I'm really disappointed. It is disappointing. Man. Maybe he'll fight, he'll fight Shane O'Mac in the next <laughs> pay-per-view. Yeah, it's I close remember enough. what your father did. It's to close God. enough to God. Yeah. Well, that's what Vince McMahon had had a match against God. Remember, so of he, course. Nero would be we like did the an episode on here. It. Yeah, it was great. It was terrible. It was great. It was awesome. Mm. Man. All right, we're spiraling here, buddy. Anything else? Hey, I can't believe we got past an hour. I'm impressed. So we, I should we have made known. It. Here's a little peek behind the curtain, y'all. We were talking for like 45 minutes before we started recording. It's true. And after like 15, I probably should have been like, oh, Mark's got nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I didn't realize that at all until you said it. And I was like, oh, that's why he wasn't in a hurry. Hey, look, man, the, the 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 good part about it is both of us have watched wrestling enough. We can still talk about it even if we didn't watch it. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we haven't watched an episode in years. We're just yeah, y'all have no idea. We could just be lying the whole time. <laughs> we have no idea. It's I always – 
It's a scam oh, for nothing. We we gain nothing out of this scam. So it would be the worst, most ill-conceived Not- scam of all time. Mm. But oh well. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, USA is about to have their last mixed doubles curling match in a pool play. So definitely got to definitely gotta get ready for that because that's been the most exciting. I haven't been watching wrestling. I've been watching Olympic curling because it's been the most... It's the most exciting sporting thing to to happen is Olympics curling, and so right now it's just brilliant, brilliant. So, uh, All right. any final thoughts here, Harris? Um, bu- 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 yeah, NWA is filming again. I'm gonna watch that at some point. Maybe go see a show. I don't nice. know because yeah, it's still in Atlanta. We've been slacking on that a little bit. Matt Cardona well, it's was because, there for a while. It's because it's on pay per view now. It's only pay I like it's pay TV on fight the broadcast model. But I haven't looked into it enough to figure that out for certain, so I couldn't say. Yeah, so that's why we kind of stopped watching it. Right, but anyway, I'm going to try at some point if it's accessible again. Yeah, and I know work? I'm going to be back in town at some point in the spring. Um, mm. So who knows? Maybe it might coincide. We might be able to do that. That would be hopefully that'd be fun. But anyway. Oh, right. wait, one other thing. Everyone, just file your taxes now. Just do it. Get it out of the way. I don't want makes, to, though. Make some people's lives a lot easier. That's all I'm saying. Oh, please. I don't have anyone else do it, so it's not going to make your life any easier. I do it myself. Anyway. All right. That's all I got. Yeah, there we go. There's there's your weekly tax tip from, from Harris. Harris RS. So, there we go. Hey, you can't spell Harris without the IRS. <laughs> yes! 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 That's the coolest thing I've ever said. <laughs> that was it. I've peaked. I That's did your it. character. I, I feel like The Rock right now, dude. That was amazing. <laughs> That's your wrestling character, though. It doesn't matter if it's been done before. It can be oh, done again. Man. I would Listen, I would watch Raw a lot more often if there was like a tax there was a tax man character again uh, that's they're waiting on you they're just waiting on you oh on that note i can't think of a better way to end the show so thanks oh, for Lord. thanks for listening guys and we'll talk to you next time